listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 61, where we will be discussing chapter two in Clockwork Angel, Hell is Cold. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. What? what? I do that every time. Right now. I can't help it. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's tick. Okay. I can't. <laughs> oh, my my son hates it when you click your tongue. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And now I just do it all of the time. (laughs) He's like, Mom, please stop. You are such a good mom. You're just getting it out of his system so he can learn how to deal with other people. I mean, that's just great parenting. Obviously. He can do it. (laughs) Nobody else can. Got it. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) So, I have to tell you guys a so- story really quickly. I'm sorry. And I forgot to no, tell you earlier. Could to- totally could have been earlier. So Andy and I obviously went to visit family recently. And while mm-hmm. we were gone, we rented a car. And when we got to the airport, it was before 6 a.m. So when we re- dropped off the car, you just park it at the places, the company's parking space or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you drop the keys. And it's at the airport. And it says on the sign, like, you should mark the keys somehow. But I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do that? I'm in an airport. Like, I have a toddler. I'm right. not pulling all my stuff out to try to, like, find an envelope or something random. Anyway, I was like, the car isn't our name. Let's just drop the keys. They'll figure it out. Guess what? They didn't. So I got two calls from Budget. And the first time, Andy was on hold for an hour. And, um... We thought it was a scam because I Googled the phone number and it was like, oh, this has to be a scam, whatever. They didn't record that we turned the car in. So they thought you somehow stole it. I guess they're just they just keep calling me like your car was due 11 days ago. Please oh call God. us and let us know a date of when you're bringing it back. And I was like, um, what? <laughs> so Andy finally got a hold of someone today. Oh, we God. have to provide like our, our flight information and um. Like, because we took pictures of the car when we returned it and stuff and of the desk and what time it was and everything. Because it was a little sketch just dropping it like that. Right. So at least we took pictures. But anyway, he finally got a hold of him today and found out it was not a scam. Because oh I was like, maybe budget sold our information and it's just one of those weird things. Oh, Jesus. They want us to call with our credit card or something. But anyway, so make sure that you like label it or bring an envelope with you or something if you ever have to drop the keys. No shit. Hell <laughs> to the no, dude. Yep. Dude, that's like my worst nightmare is like one day I'll get pulled over and they'll be like, you have a warrant out for your arrest. And I'd be like, what did I do? You rented a car in 1993. Right? <laughs> be like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm going to the pokey. <laughs> yep. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Robin, how's your week been? Um, the only funny thing I have just happened, and as Kristen would say, I literally look like a potato. (laughs) My favorite. I did. My hair's greasy. It's in like a clip just piled randomly on top of my head. Not worn makeup in three days. And, um, I went upstairs to be in a quiet space and my husband's like, how long do you think it's going to take you so I can make sure the kids don't go up there so they don't like show up on your video? <laughs> you think I'm going to take a video looked like a potato? Who are you? <laughs> he loves you. You are a beautiful butterfly. Especially with this like. You always look beautiful to him yeah. and us. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> 
I have my Moo Moo pajama shirt on. Like, <laughs> I'm in. Ben. That's great. <laughs> Dude, I took a shower today. Yay me. Me too. <laughs> oh my God. It had been a couple of days. <laughs> but I didn't, like, I didn't do anything really with my hair. I just blow dried it and I didn't really put any product in it. So my hair, because it's so damaged from being bleached a gazillion times, it looks like the top of a cotton plant. Like it's just like you you almost look like um the Lorax. Yeah. Because like, it's also like pink. Yeah. You could a see sneed. one of the trees. Yes. I could be like the top of a, a cactus with that little pink thing. Yes. I don't know if that's what it's called or not, but I think so. I watched it yesterday, literally. Oh, okay. So I think so. I, I want to preface. I washed my body every day. <laughs> I just don't wash my hair every day. Oh. I want to preface. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like always get a I shower. I smell bad and you don't. So <laughs> working from home, I don't always get a shower every day now. It's totally no. true. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So the reason I've been having such a hard time this week is because I am in such a dark place. I finished <laughs> reading Chain of Iron on Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monday night right before bed. And this is the worst book hangover I've ever had. It's it's it is unimaginable the emotional turmoil and pain that I am in at this moment. I hate that. And I have no one to talk to about it. <laughs> because Robin has not started yet. Uh, I'll be there in like a year. <laughs> I need to be in the right place. Well, prepared. I mm-hmm. I do think, by the way, I do think Amanda will be there in a year because I fully expect Amanda to be reading Chain of Thorns with us okay. at the same time. Is is that a third? So it's Chain of Gold, Chain of Iron, Chain of Thorns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in that cool. in that trilogy. But y- you are nearing the end of heavenly fire yes i am it's finally getting good like actually good and so and so you only have the infernal devices and then um these next two right the uh, the last hours goes to the shadow market yeah and that one oh right and and then bane chronicles if we were gonna do those right okay so I don't know, but you guys long, haven't though. read those, right? So I, I can just do it on the pod. You can podcast it. It's okay, fine. cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Nothing no to shout. keep you from Cordelia Carstairs and no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you 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 need to live that last hour's life, because because as much as I know that you love the infernal devices, mm-hmm. I think you'll love the last hours even more. Okay. It's juicier okay it's more it's it like has amanda written all over it awesome <laughs> that's right because it you've said it grows with the reader i yeah. love oh, yeah. it and you got to read tales from the shadow hunter academy too yeah oh, that's yeah. your next read yeah 
Oh, my next one. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And you will Heavenly enjoy. Fires It'll be great. Just... It'll be, you'll love it. It'll <laughs> be Heavenly your Fires favorite just book so long. ever. Okay. Okay. You'll really like the main character. <laughs> I can't wait till I get this funny joke. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I get it. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> Robin, oh, you just did me dirty. Shoot. I was not <laughs> expecting that. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and also... Just a, like a small life moment that happened this week. Um, I officially have a teenager. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. It's disgusting. I have no idea mm-hmm. how this could have happened. I am still 22. Right. Uh, <laughs> someone <laughs> fucked up and it wasn't yep. me. <laughs> Father time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just it's too much and all she wants to talk about is mom does it make you feel old that in five years I'm gonna be out of the house I'll be like fuck you I was literally thinking that today actually it's so funny I was driving and thinking about my 40th birthday and I was like okay so Bryn will be old enough and Adriana will be old enough so I'm like calculating how old they'll be (laughs) for us to all go on a trip (laughs) just a girls weekend yeah Amanda has something for us. Let's see if I can make my computer work. Go. Okay. We got a gate. Great. A gate. (laughs) Okay. This is a recommendation on Facebook, which I've never seen before because I'm old apparently and I don't know how to to use it. Facebook is my jam. So when you review a page now, it's a recommendation because I did it for the um, place that cut William's hair. Okay. Gotcha. So this is a review, technically, then. Okay. Yep. So it's um, from Sarah Stovall Bush, and she says, "Lady, these ladies bring some great viewpoints and questions about the Shadowhunter books. Um, the podcast always includes fun anecdotes and commentary, lots of info and laughs. As a reader that's older than the target audience, I enjoy the many references to the past that younger listeners may not get. I'm so glad. Thank you so much, Sarah. Right? <laughs> you make us feel a little better. Dude. For real. Oh, I love it. And I love that she did it on Facebook because that's where I belong. I don't know about it. That's why I don't touch the Instagram. These two do it. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about being able to because a lot of our listeners don't use Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think about facebook being another place where you could review mm-hmm. yeah yeah so thank you sarah hopefully thank you're you, opening you, the door for you. others <laughs> other oldies like me dude i know i was we were talking about i was like i literally like we can every time somebody makes a reference like take a shot you'll be drunk by the end dude seriously <laughs> for real why are you oh. showing me your nipple got his noise canceling earphones in and he was rubbing his nipples I, even wednesday is like what yeah she's checking it <laughs> out cat is judging you she's gonna lance off your nipple <laughs> she's gonna are you listening 
he he just got he just broke into part two on (laughs) chain of iron so he's listening he's busy he's been coming home after work and he's like okay so this is what happened (laughs) he's like this is what i think is gonna happen and he's like of course that happened (laughs) i love it he thinks he's so smart anyway all right so what do you say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Welcome back to the recap. What are you doing? I mean, that was great. But what, what? about me? Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about you. Our beautiful Amanda. <laughs> I really don't need to say anything because I really like what Robin did there. Okay, but- listen, I'll do it again. <laughs> but you can do yours first. You'll have to edit this out. Sorry. Oh, oh, it's all staying in and we're doing it from the top. <laughs> Previously on Downworlder Dish. Welcome back to the recap. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's my jam. That was good. Yeah. Okay. You guys, are you ready? Ready. We began our journey in London, 1878, with two of the Nephilim's most eligible bachelors. William Herondale and James Carstairs, just as they send a shack Stephen back to the filth in which it came. They soon discover a murder most foul and decide they must <laughs> track down the killer, who is, carelessly enough, who is careless enough to leave the murder weapon behind, a stabby boy with an etching of two serpents eating each other's tails. An ancient symbol that loosely translates to Mundy's messing with shit they don't understand. <laughs> Next, we're introduced to Tessa Gray, who's on her way to London to meet her brother Nathan, but instead is shy of surprise by two Dolores Umbridge wannabe sisters. They swiftly lock her up in their London home and force her to use a talent she never knew she had. We get a glimpse into their torture of Tessa when they bring her into a stinky cellar, force a ribbon into her hand, and watch as she changes into a recently murdered child. Tess is able to feel and recount the child's life as it flashes before her eyes, up until the point where she is murdered in an alleyway. When Tessa regains her own self, she's covered in blood. The Dark Sisters call their servant Miranda to come to Tessa and escort her to get ready to meet her future husband, the Magister. Tessa decides she isn't having it and attacks Miranda, caving her head in and booking it outside into a foggy London evening. She tries to call out for help from a man on the street who turns out to be in the employment of the Dark Sisters. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> All right. That was beautiful, Robin, by the way. It was. That it was, was a little really too long, but thank you. I like the oh no. <laughs> Can't you just take a fucking compliment? <laughs> no. I it was I was like it's two chapters. The answer is it's no. Fine. Yeah. No. The answer is no. <laughs> Never. <sighs> So Tessa's escape from the house on Haunted Hill was unsuccessful, and we open the chapter with the Dark Sisters tying her to her bed, so I'm thinking she's probably grounded. (laughs) Could you imagine? Dude, she just got Malcolm in the middle, and she's like, fucked again. Oh my gosh. So first impression update of Tessa, she's a fucking beast. She is strong-willed and holding it together while Mrs. Black ties her to the bed. And, like, the sisters are doing that creepy bad guy thing where they're talking to, to each other. Like, Tessa's not in the room, but they're talking about yeah. Tessa. And, like, ridiculous. commentating on, like, the decisions she's made for herself. And I'm like, bitch, she's a captive. Like, what? 
<laughs> what did you expect her to do? Like, like you weren't thinking about your future, obviously. <laughs> so these two cartoonish Disney villains are full on monologuing about how stupid Tessa was to try and escape and threatening her brother if she tries it again and just like straight up tormenting her into obedience like psychologically they're like we're gonna use every trick in the book everything i've seen on dateline that's what they're doing (laughs) yes yes (laughs) keith morrison would be very disappointed he would be going "Uh (laughs) uh-huh interesting (laughs) and did you think what that might do Oh no, they were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. So the whole time Tessa's trying to maintain her dignity and not let them see her cry, which I understand, but I have never been able to achieve. (laughs) Never, never, ever. Right. No, I've done that. Every time I'm like, fucked again. (laughs) They're just pouring down my face. I'll send Amanda a picture of like William saying a word and she's like, oh my God. (laughs) She's, it's not even her kid. I love it so much. (laughs) Dude. We're in this together. Uh, Yep. I'm pretty sure a gang commercial got me a couple months ago. So. Uh huh. Yep. I've cried over commercials. Yep. I thought you said gang, like G A N G. No, like gain, like laundry detergent because I'm 32 (laughs) years old. I thought you said gang too, like it was like violence or something. No, no, not even. Oh my gosh! And I don't think fresh scent of gang. All of them, all of them. They're good. Those people are good at at their jobs. Oh my gosh! William likes the Fred Meyer one. Lincoln does too. Low, 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 low. Okay, so yeah, Tessa's desperate not to crack she just doesn't want to let them see her pain for some reason I guess so badass (laughs) to give them the pleasure right but when they mention her brother she can't help but ask about the magister's like intentions right and I can't blame her because I would want to know the cheese may too yes I don't want to like no give me all of the plan so I understand what you want So I think Tessa has seen a lot of true crime shows. Like she's been watching a lot of uh, investigation discovery. Investigation discovery. (laughs) Exactly. She has her own special TV for the 1800s. Yeah, totally. Obviously. (laughs) Or like whatever the equivalent is, like Sherlock Holmes books or something. Yeah. (laughs) Morica. Right. I don't know. But she knows that, like, the best chance she has at survival is going to be to get, like, as much information. Find out what the plan is here. How can I use it against him? Like, how the fuck am I going to get out of here? Like, is it going to take me in public? Like, (laughs) is there going to be bars on my windows? Like, give me the info. Yes. I don't know that I would be strong enough to try to escape and maybe ask questions. But, man, I I think I'd be too scared. And, of course, I wouldn't know until I'm in a situation. Until, like, I'm going to be in this situation someday, but (laughs) gosh, she is a badass. You can only hope. I would have stopped and asked somebody for help. I would have just ran. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
get as far away from possible before you ask for right out in front of the house no 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 well didn't she see him when he brought them to the in the carriage from it was i think it was foggy outside and like that's fair yeah. yeah okay okay so the dark sisters are all too willing to remind tessa what an honor it will be when she marries the magister and how he'll give her whatever she wants after they've been married like, why is it so important that she gets married? Like, what is happening? I feel like yeah. this is some, like, weird, like, magic shit. Because, like, why would it be that important for them to be married? I mean, Honestly, obviously. Sorry. No, go ahead. I I don't know how much of this rings true. But a lot of things that you hear about TV, books, whatever. In this day and age, I don't think it would be out of the question for her marriage to be arranged. So it seems weird that they're not having Nathan tell her, like, as basically he's her older brother, he's her basically her father figure, like, you have to marry this guy. Right. That's a good point. And, like, have Nathan there putting her at ease so it's not as big of a struggle. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of... Because they obviously have him captive as well somewhere. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, so why wouldn't he cooperate? Uh-huh. It seems weird to me also that, like, Kristen's saying, like, why do they need to get married? Like, the Dark Sisters are holding her captive. Couldn't he just keep holding her captive and making her do right what he wants her to do anyway? Like, what's marriage what, going to do to exactly, change that? Exactly. Exactly. What's what's weird. the big thing about the marriage? I mean, why? <laughs> I think that they think of Tessa as obedient and she'll, mm-hmm. you know do what she needs to do yeah so like okay so they keep mentioning this magister guy right and this mysterious dude we don't know anything about it uh anything about and i don't know about you but i envision the magister as like a late victorian version of hugh hefner I'm thinking of Lord Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. Because he needs someone. He has to have a like an arranged marriage because he's so short. And <laughs> I'm just like the, I... the magister cannot be young and hot. No, like he's got to be like old and like weird looking, but like has a lot of money. <laughs> I watched Doctor Strange today, mm-hmm. so I kept picturing Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> in that like cloak thing that he was wearing. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> the the cloak of levitation or whatever. Uh-huh. That's all I kept picturing because to me, I know magister doesn't mean it, but it makes me think of like a magician. Like, me too, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like it just fit. <laughs> yeah. Except he wouldn't need an arranged marriage. Yes, he would. Benedict Cumber snack. No, Ugh. definitely not. Cumber vomits. <laughs> was terrible. I'm sorry. Move on, please. Ignore that. <laughs> Don't worry. We will. Um, <laughs> so the the creepy ladies continue to gab, and they reveal <laughs> that they have a contract with the magister, and quote, "He can never harm us, nor would he want to. He owes us everything for giving him you." Okay, contract, plus he can never harm us. I'm like, okay, a contract isn't, like, really 
that binding. <laughs> like, it's just a piece yeah. of paper. So, like, that he sh- they must mean, like, a magical contract. Like a blood oath. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't like that blood magic shit because things get wonky. wonky. We start fucking with the balance of shit. Mm-hmm. It's not a good sign. Butterfly nope. effect. I'm not into it. <laughs> so that's a little interesting piece of information to tuck away for later. Yes. Um, so Tessa's in a bad way when the sisters finally leave. She is. It's totally understandable when that girl is depressed. She's like, fuck me. <laughs> She's laying there waiting for her extremities to fall asleep. And she like acknowledges that part of her that just wants to give up and be like, this is my life. This is just what it's going to be now. Like at least if I went to many of this magister guy, I wouldn't be tied to a freaking mattress. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, things are looking bleak. It's true. Because her, she did say that her, she could feel like her arm or something was about to completely fall asleep were they just gonna leave her there for hours yeah like that yeah like what if she lost a body part and then she couldn't hold the ribbon anymore bitches well she couldn't (laughs) change yeah i mean it's torture but yeah obviously Mm. it's not spoilers if it happens in the same episode right yes because we all read the chapter yeah so as stuff happens they show up not too long later. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, that's true. It's not that long later. Maybe they were coming yep. to check on her. They were just like having tea. Right. In the sunroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's where you do it, but. In the mold room. Right. Yes, exactly. In the mold room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So it's been six weeks of torture and she's failed to escape. I mean, she tried, but like did yeah. not get she very She gave it ball. a good effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now some dude who hired these crazy old ladies to kidnap and train Tessa wants to marry her. Our girl is not having the best go of things. But Tessa's our heroine and she's not giving in no matter how tempting it is. She remembers advice from her aunt. Quote, when you find a man you wish to marry, Tessa, remember this. You know what kind of man he is, not by the things he says, but by the things he does. And damn, Aunt Harriet had the tea. Because that is awfully good advice. Anybody have chills? <laughs> Are they multiplying? It. Chills. No, yeah, they're <laughs> down to my toes. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, super Super good information or uh, good advice. (laughs) But a quick sidebar. I think about these moments and you know how everybody has it. Like you come up to a situation and you'll remember a moment of like a teacher or a parent or a grandparent or whatever. Someone like giving you a piece of advice that has stuck in your brain and like it comes up whenever you're in that situation. I think about these all the time and I'm like, I hope... That Bryn has so many of these to like store in her brain. And they're probably not the ones I want her to have. <laughs> like but, um, some Terry pearls of wisdom. <clears throat> the tables for glasses, not for asses. <laughs> That's my mom. Yep. <laughs> or, or what? Life's not fair. It's not a carnival either. <laughs> Jesus. That's the kind of shit my kid's going to remember me saying. Yep. 
Yep. Oh, yep. Yep. That's great. <laughs> Fuck. So, Tessa's a sharp one because it takes her a quarter of the time it would have taken Clary to realize that in order to free herself from the ropes, all she has to do is make herself <laughs> small enough to slip out. Mic drop. It's so crazy because I didn't think of it. Mm. And as soon as she did it, I was like, oh, my God, duh. Like, yeah, <laughs> do it, girl. I'm like, what have you been training this bitch to do? And, like, you didn't even think of that? Like, yeah, you guys are dumbasses. bad sorceresses. Uh, or maybe that's why they are. came back so quickly. They were drinking their tea and they were like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> did I turn the hair straightener off? Right, exactly. <laughs> Oh, my God. So another little morsel of information about Tessa's power gets dropped in her inner monologue. And that's that she only needs the personal object object from the person that she's changing into like on the first time she changes. And then after that, she can just do it at will. It's like magic muscle memory or something. (laughs) That's so cool. Right? Because like. That's a lot. Like, okay, so say you're in a situation where you've got this ability, right? And you're getting someone's permission to change into them for some, I don't, I'm, the only thing I can think of is like a CIA op. Parent trap. <laughs> right. But the shadow hunter version of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're going on a, a sting or whatever. But then you have to trust this person to always have the ability to change into you. Yes. That's some heavy shit. I'm not into that. (laughs) Well, so far she's only been able to change into people that have died, right? So, And that's what I'm wondering is, so she's changed into these people that died. Do they, the girl, this Emily, right? That's what her name was. Emma. Okay. That's right. Emma Bayless. So does she feel that? Does does her spirit, like, no, I think we talked about this last time. But so the second time is Emma like, dude, this bitch. Like, I'm just trying Who to rest for eternity here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. I but I mm. guess the question is, is, is her power limited to the dead or have they only brought her things from dead people? I think That's that fair. They've only brought her things from dead people, but we don't know what she's able to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just, we're probably just scratching the surface of her powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think you, what you really mean, the question is, if you had the opportunity, who would you turn into? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. What is I something know. I want their like lifestyle, I guess, because that's why yeah. I would want to turn into them. I think I would turn into Ryan Gosling for like an hour. Just to see how women react. No, just to be in his body. Oh. And be able to <laughs> and look memorize at it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. You don't oh. sound like a psycho at all. <laughs> I want to be just in his one, skin. Let me put it on you just one time. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you great. are not thinking clearly. You would turn, I would turn into somebody. Who's I would want to know their opinion of how they think about me because I'm neurotic. Oh, because oh. you know their thoughts. Oh, that's a God, whole nother can of worms. Mm-hmm. But how could I only pick one person? <laughs> well, you don't. You don't have to if you're Tessa. 
Oh, I guess. You yeah. just have to have something of theirs. So that might be a little difficult. No. See, that I kind of scissors. power they in my hair. hands. Mm-mm. No, because then I'd have to, like, check in all the time. <laughs> to, like, did I piss? Like, hang up on the, the phone and be like, oh, I sounded testy. <laughs> like, I got to check so this out. That would save you. Jessica's you know house. You, like, <laughs> left an awkward voicemail. Oh, my God. Yes. <gasps> and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my. And then you think about it every night before you go to bed for the next 40 years of your life. Yes. Yeah. You could just yeah. pop over and be like, what's up? How are you feeling about me? <laughs> I feel like this podcast should be called Anxiety in Moms. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our next podcast venture. <laughs> right. <sighs> that That's okay, the one well. that would go viral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, talking about how paranoid we are about, like, what everybody thinks of us. <laughs> when we really, deep down, don't care. No. Like, but I still care. I, yep. I will worry about it. Yeah. But I, I won't really care. Yeah. But it'll, it'll stress me out. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Good points, guys. Good point, Robin. I love oh, it. Fuck. That's some good shit. So just as soon as Tessa has freed herself and changed back into her own skin suit, trouble comes a knocking <laughs> or jiggling. Someone's at the door ready to bust in like the Kool-Aid man. Naturally, Tessa's fight or flight instincts kick in. And we know our girl is down to bring the pain. <laughs> Armed with a jug of water, because that's as good of, a weapon as she a could weapon. have possibly asked for in that kind of a scenario, right? So tepid water is like a shadow hunter thing. Cool. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining it's be made a shadow of hunter? like ceramic. Like it's, it's yeah. just, like Luke had one, right? That's true. Yes. Of his tepid water. Fuck. Yep. On the sideboard. Who has a fucking sideboard? Luke. I wish I did. Get away. Me too. I actually really do. That mm-hmm. would be really nice. <laughs> like an antique. I really like that. Yeah. So armed with her jug, Tessa launches it at the shadowy figure as they enter the room. But the person moves faster than a Stepford May. Why? Why? Who did that? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But the person moves faster than a Stepford maid and blocks her blow. The intruder grunts and Tessa's like, oh, shit, that was a dude grunt, not an old lady grunt. Fiddlesticks. (laughs) Fiddlesticks. No bueno. And suddenly there's light. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm going to read this. There, there's a lot of excerpts from the book in my part, but they were, I needed to. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am nursing the worst book hangover. I've mentioned that three <laughs> times now. I needed the comfort. Okay. <laughs> so. There was a boy standing in front of her. He couldn't have been much older than she was, 17 or possibly 18. He was dressed in what looked like workman's clothes, a frayed black jacket and trousers, and tough-looking boots. He wore no waistcoat, and thick leather straps crisscrossed his waist and chest. Attached to the straps were weapons, daggers and folding knives, and things that looked like blades of ice. In his right hand, he held a sort of glowing stone. It was shining, providing the light in the room that nearly blinded Tessa. Okay. Robin, would you like to read your uh, 
note that you put in this section? Yes, it says on page 35, which is what Kristen just read, Tessa sees obviously what we know as Will's serif blades Mm -hmm. and like knives, daggers hanging from this utility strap Batman vest thing. Mm -hmm. So like no tubes. Okay. I'll be, I I will say (laughs) my cats are fucking going at it again. Stop it. You guys don't attack. Oh, now she's going to get you. Hey, that's not very nice. Get down. Oh, my God. She looked at you like a child. Enough. Um, this was like 120 years before TMI. So, like, maybe there had been advancements. I know there's not a lot, but maybe there had been some advancements. You know, electricity is one of them, maybe. Right. <laughs> so... So, do you think he didn't have zip-off pants? <laughs> no. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't think so. Zip-off trousers. My bad. <laughs> I don't think so. So, okay. So, we we could go down that route and give and give the benefit of the doubt that, like, it's been 120 years. Maybe there was a advancement along the way. But I don't think that's right because I think that the tubes were a mistake because I feel like we've gotten so much discrepancy and they have been described as like crystal knives, basically, (laughs) so many times that I'm like, that's how they are. They're not tubes. They're not lightsabers. Right. Exactly. Exactly what they are. They're crystal knives. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously, whether whether it's a head cannon or reality, I don't care. But like that's just in my head, forevermore. Yeah, I agree. Doth the Raven dust protest? I don't know how it goes. Anyway, so moving on. Unless anyone else has anything to add. Just kidding. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So first impressions of this guy, not great. But then Tessa gets a real look at him. And, um, well, (laughs) he had the most beautiful face she had ever seen. Tangled black hair and eyes like blue glass. Elegant cheekbones, a full mouth, and long, thick lashes. (laughs) Even the curve of his throat was perfect. He looked like every (coughs) financial hero. (laughs) That's what I would like. (laughs) It's called a sugar daddy. (laughs) Hugh Hefner. (coughs) Financial hero. (laughs) Yes, daddy. Okay. He looked like every fictional hero she'd ever conjured up in her head, although she'd never imagined one of them cursing at her while shaking his bleeding hand in a in an accusing fashion. <laughs> and you get three guesses for the bloodline responsible for this perfection. Okay. I just have to say really quick. I cannot imagine being able to roll my eyes any harder than when I read this. Because I'm just like, God, I really was liking Tessa. And she's turning into a Clary already. Like, come on. 
<laughs> she is like, very You're po- in the middle poetic. of this. Yeah, you're yeah. you're scared to death because you just broke free. Some random guy breaks in and you're like, ooh la la, instead of focusing. Like, right. Get your shit together, girl. I mean, I have to give her credit. Like, I, I have to understand because, like, I would be like, whoa, that person is very attractive. But, like, <laughs> I think it would be more of, like, you guys have seen Inside Out, right? Uh-huh. And you know how, like, the different parts of her personality are, like, you know, the emotions are yeah. their own. They have their own thing. But, like, inside my head, it would be like, holy shit, that is a really pretty human being. You've never seen a pretty human being like that ever before in your fucking life. Whoa, we cannot focus on that right now. Our lives are in danger. <laughs> Avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. Put Don't look there. Put the back. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Come fly with me, Gachina. <laughs> it would be like a full like sirens and lights going off in my brain or like the what's the boy when he's like girl 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 <laughs> yes yeah yeah like an alarm <coughs> it's like yeah. mission control uh, they're like fuck oh. <laughs> well she thinks he's the magister so i wonder at first she's like okay <laughs> <laughs> I can get into this. (laughs) So the mystery man starts to pout about Tessa trying to kill him, which fair, I guess. And it's, and it's all just a little too ridiculous for Tessa who just blurts out and asks him if he's the magister. Cause like, I get it. Like some random dude walks into your room. You're like, are, is it you? (laughs) Who's my husband? Fiance, <laughs> betrothed. <laughs> Mystery man is like, Psh, magister means master, and I'm a master at so much. And he proceeds to list off a litany of unrelated accomplishments. One of them is Japanese floral floral arrangement arranging, and it just. They have a callback to it in Chain of Iron. It's not spoilery. It's just there's there's a callback to like specific like flower arranging. And it just made me laugh. That and it made funny. me feel good in my heart. Anyway. <laughs> and then this guy finally admits, no, he's not who she thought he was. Like he's he's like, no one's ever called me that. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> And so, of course, the conversation can't be straightforward. Um, the stakes are too, way too high for that. Yeah. Tessa has had it up to here with other people's bullshit. And she's just straight up like, bro, are you drunk right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> Which I appreciate. I appreciate yeah. because you've got to be thinking. She has no idea what is going on. She has no idea who this guy is. She's been trapped. She doesn't know if he's an accomplice. She's like, I cannot handle any more shit right now. (laughs) (laughs) So the not the magister guy is like, oh, shit, you Americans are rude. What's your name? And she's like, wait, that's not what we were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how any of this works. She's getting whiplash over here. She's like, you broke into my room. Who are you? Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. It's none other than William Herondale. But, babe, you can call me Mill. Mill? <laughs> you know, Magister and Will. <laughs> uh, 
I see. I can't even be smooth in a script. <laughs> and my phone just fell. <laughs> Slowly. That was great. <laughs> it was like, ooh, it was beautiful, wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. <sighs> but babe, you can call me Will. Meow. <laughs> this is why people meow. listen, right? They 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 like the awkward, right? <laughs> what do, what do the kids call it? Cringe. Cringe. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. That's my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> but before <laughs> But before Tessa has a chance to respond, Will notices the ropes and straight up asks her if she sleeps tied to her bed often. And I know we just <sighs> barely got introduced to Will and Jem in the prologue, but I think it's safe to assume that Jem would be playing the Gretchen role here and be all like, Will, you can't just go asking people if they sleep tied to their beds. <laughs> like, <sighs> so my section is wrapping up and I will just leave you with this because it made my heart feel good. <sighs> Tessa felt her cheeks flame and was amazed under the circumstances that she still had the capacity to be embarrassed. Should she tell him the truth? Was it at all possible that he was the magister? Though anyone who looked like that wouldn't need to tie girls up and imprison them in order to get them to marry him. <laughs> Can someone sign me up, please? <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a register form. Right? <laughs> a register for the magister? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so Will hands Tessa what we know is sorry, a witch sorry, light. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so um, Will hands Tessa what we know is a witch light. And I'm going to read this really quick because I have to. Um, so it says, the moment it struck her palm, its light dimmed into a shimmering flicker. How? I don't get it. I don't get these witch lights. <laughs> seems like it should have either stayed the same or stopped working because she's not a shadow hunter like I just don't get it tell me about this magic anyway <laughs> I don't know. looking for an escape Will looks out the window and realizing they're on the third floor he confidently tells um tells Tessa that he could make it but she couldn't so they have to find <laughs> another way <clears throat> so they're gonna have to go out the front door <laughs> and Tessa's like whoa 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 I'm confused <laughs> And Will is like, girl, how are you confused? You are clearly a reader based on all these books in your room. I'm here to rescue you like Robin Hood or some shit. That's a direct quote. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you can quote. Yeah. Uh, so then he starts to quote a book and then they hear a noise coming from inside the house like a slamming door. And um, he looks towards Tessa and she tells him her name is Miss Gray. Like he's he looks at her like and who are you and I'm just like why <laughs> why now anyway so they have this exchange about her name and they go kind of go back and forth and she's like Miss Teresa Gray and I'm just like guys you are trying to escape we don't need names we need feet let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> at least not the Miss Gray part like come on it's Tessa let's go call let's me Miss Gray if you're nasty <laughs> right. if you get that reference <laughs> We can be friends. Oh, man. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm doing it. All right. So Will tries the door, her bedroom door, and it won't open from the inside, you know, since she's being held prisoner. How did he get in there? Yeah. I he just opened the door. 
He didn't like bust it down. He didn't use his he used Shadowhunter his strength. rippling muscles. No, that's to only when Estelle is used. Draw right, a that's rune. only when he draws a rune. <laughs> he had to get in on a tiny <laughs> lock, and those <laughs> back muscles be rustling, rippling, <laughs> rustling like leaves. Yep. <laughs> They sound so crunchy. All- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's a potato chip. <laughs> so Will gets all cocky and starts to draw a rune on the door. And Tessa's like, dude, you're drawing right now? Like, <laughs> WTF, mate. She's like, graffiti now? Yeah. <laughs> and of course they open the door and he's like, yes, let's beat feet. But Tessa wants to grab her books. Girl. <laughs> Yep, and that's what Will is like. Girl, we got to go. I'll get you more books later. Let's go. <laughs> we got to get out of here. <laughs> so once they've made um, it downstairs, they could hear I'm Mrs. Su- Dark screaming. Sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. Why is she worried about the books and not the letters stashed under her mattress? Oh, that's a good one. That's r- I forgot about those. I don't know. But Good she's question. she's being too much like Clary right now. And I just I uh-huh. can't I can't understand how someone who is Tessa's age. I'm assuming she's 16, 17, right? Like we don't I don't mm-hmm. think we know for sure. She when she met Will, she said he looked her age or maybe older. And I think she said 17 or 18. So yeah. Maybe so, she's 16. Right. She's right in that age. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine a teenager of that age. Okay, never mind. That's a stupid point. There's, they're probably. I, I just, I couldn't imagine myself at that age. I'd be like, yeah, wallet, <laughs> like, right, <laughs> cell phone, keys. <laughs> so, but when she tried to escape before, she didn't take her books with her. So, like, why now? It's just odd. I don't know. I guess because they want to talk about the books. Obviously, uh-huh. yeah. She's I like, guess, oh, so. he likes books. I gotta show him my like, yeah, books yeah. Too. <laughs> gotta show him my collection that these women have allowed me to have. I deliver- literally <laughs> give up my life for them. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> so once they made it downstairs, they could hear Mrs. Dark scream, and Will points out that they have finally they've realized that Tessa's gone. Which Robin, that was a good point. That was pretty quick. Um, yeah. So Tessa is heading for the front door, but Will tells her they have to find a different route because the house is surrounded. There must have been something planned for this evening because there's like a line of carriages outside. And I'm confused about when he saw those, I guess. It, maybe when he looked out the window to see if he was going to jump. But then I feel like he talked about going out the front door after that. So I'm. I, I, mm, I think well, we don't know when he came in. I think he went in the back door because mm. they were outside. Like, he had to sink, find another way into the house. Gotcha. But didn't he say something about we're going to have to go out the front door? And that's when she was like, wait, what? I think he was just trying know. to be funny. Okay, like, okay, okay. That's fair. That's, like, that sounds right. can't jump right. out the window. We'll have to go through the front door. Blah, okay. Blah, blah. Got it. Laughs. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That was a great laugh. <laughs> so he asks Tessa, like, do you know of anything that was going on tonight? And she, she doesn't know. Um, of any plans that the the dark sisters had but will reminds her that she was expecting him to be someone called the magister so maybe it had something to do with that anyway they make it down to the cellar and will is like ew (laughs) it's like really hot down here it's like the ninth circle of hell literally (laughs) trust me i've been yeah (laughs) and Teresa 
Teresa. That's her name, I guess. Tessa. (laughs) I know. Tessa chimes in. And by the way, I think Tessa's a very cute nickname for Teresa. Yeah. Very cute. Not that Teresa is a gross name. I just don't like it on Tessa because she's Tessa. Exactly. It just doesn't fit in my head. It doesn't fit. I agree. I'm not trying to offend any (laughs) Teresas. So Tessa chimes in and um, gives Will a lesson on hell. Um, and apparently she's an expert. She says that it's cold because it's covered in ice. So you're wrong. <laughs> so Will asks Dante's for the witch light. Inferno says so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Will asks for the witch light back. And as soon as it touched him, it went bright. And I'm just like, why? I don't get it again. But anyway, um, so he uh, as soon as it turns bright, Tessa can see all of Will's runes on his hands. And she's like, oh, I see those. But we don't go into this huge monologue about them. We get to just kind of move on. So that was nice. <laughs> um, but um, Will speaks up about hell and gives Tessa a lesson this time. Uh, if someone is trying to rescue you, just agree with them and let them believe that they're right. OK. OK. I love how practical Will is. <laughs> He, he says mean. it. He tells it like it is. Like, bitch, don't be. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't be questioning what am I doing me. Here? <laughs> me saving you. You say, yes, you're so wonderful. Wait, no. <laughs> no bowing. Anyway, Will starts heading for the Dark Sisters office area, cellar. And Tessa tells him that that's a dead end. And Will is like, girl, I just told you to let me think I'm right. And she's like, <laughs> okay, cool beans. <laughs> and they just keep walking. And eventually Tessa had a chance to think and asks Will if her brother sent him. And uh, deep down she, she knew he hadn't. But Will says no and says he doesn't know her brother. He was following a lead on a dead girl. She'd been murdered two months ago and left in an alley to die, which is just so matter-of-factly written, and it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> she had a dagger next to her body with two snakes swallowing each other's tail. <laughs> freaking weird. <laughs> and Tessa's like, oh, I know this one. That's the symbol on the Dark Sisters carriage. That's why she calls them M- Mrs. Dark and Mrs. Black. Okay, so obviously these aren't their married names then, I guess, huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh so Will tells her that the downworlders call them that as well. And she, um, he's been searching for someone that recognized that symbol. And Tessa's like, downworld? Will is like, girl, I am patting myself on the back here. Don't interrupt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great investigator. I found out all this stuff about the girl. Let me talk. Right. <laughs> Which I don't love that part right there. So far, he's funny. He's JC. But I was just kind of like, okay, literally patting yourself on the back while you're trying to rescue this girl. I don't get it. But okay. He's a little too confident. He is. He's very (laughs) confident for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So um, suddenly, Mrs. Dark is heard saying, Miss Gray, where are you? I have chills. Ate it. I ate it. (laughs) And Will grabs Tessa's wrist and they start running. They start running. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the corridor, Will like shoulders these doors open and Tessa manages to get in behind him and is able to close the door. And he like locks this big lock and they're kind of close to each other. And we get this intense like breathing competition sort of I don't know and it was cute but 
Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I could hear his heartbeat or was it mine? And I'm just like, bitch, I hear my heartbeat all the time. I get it. <laughs> it wakes you up. Yeah. I'd be mouth breathing because like I just had to run. Like, have There's they given her a toothbrush? She's wearing the same damn clothes. Mm, yep. She's yep. probably For six nasty. weeks. We don't know. Yeah. Did yeah. they let her bathe? We don't know. <sighs> so it turns out the room that they found themselves in is like a large cell, basically. The only way out is the way they came in. No, thank you. <laughs> and Tessa suddenly realizes it's a slaughterhouse. Human bodies excuse me, human bodies were on the table and all looked they, like they'd been like autopsied except by like hacksaws and knives. <laughs> you know, the huge. <laughs> Bro, this is some hostile yeah. shit. Yeah, it's what the hell. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And suddenly they hear a noise hit the door and a voice on the other side is like, come out miss gray we won't hurt you and i'm like oh really cool what i'm coming out now Mm-mm. no you biggie convinced me. <laughs> what's funny is tessa tessa looks at will and she's like they're lying and he's like oh really <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you for that update <laughs> neither of them know each other like she doesn't know if he's gonna be an idiot or not so like i get it i would be doing the same thing i'd be like just to make sure that we're on the same page <laughs> they're yeah. fucking liars <laughs> don't believe anything they say they're tricky right <laughs> slippery slippery uh, yeah so will finds a heavy cog from the room and um broke the window which wasn't described when it was said that was the only way out was the door that they mm-hmm. came in so where did this window come from all of a sudden but okay so that. yeah at least there's a window in the kindle version there was mm-hmm. anyway yeah there was in the book too it just it was weird that it was talked about the only way out was the way they came in and then next thing you know there's a window because it's up so high okay that's fair because they're in is. a cellar thing yep, and it's up like okay yeah okay it's at ground level and they're in yeah, the ground and they're in the dirt whatever <sighs> you'd think it'd be colder Maybe it's hot outside. Maybe there's a furnace where yeah. they're using the body to make meat pies. It's like oh, a boiler God. room. Yep. And then they drop the bodies down head first. Uh-huh. And then you have to say, <sighs> put the bodies in the furnace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's how they, it's, that's what their grandfather clock is set to. So every hour. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but it's okay because Johnny Depp is there. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totes my goats. Okay, so Will starts yelling for Henry to help. And Tessa's like, who the hell is Henry? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you talking to somebody? I don't know. And just then the doors began to burst open. And Tessa finds a random weapon to arm herself. She's got this. She's like, you bought, brought friends and you didn't tell me? Right. Why weren't they here before? Right. Where have they been? <laughs> okay. The Dark Sisters broke down the barricade and are standing in the doorway. A familiar corona of blue sparks are encircling them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I already did it once. but again. I loved it. I loved oh, it. No. They eye down Will, who draws a serif blade. I want you to know it's very hard for me not to type William. <laughs> right. Of course it is. 
Mrs. Black starts taunting Tessa, and I'm pretty sure that this is the one with like that ghastly Dolores Umbridge voice, and is like, mm-hmm. "Girl, I told you what would happen if you tried to run away again." I Mm-mm. do not enjoy that. Please don't ever do that again. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Their voices creep me out. I have goosebumps. Oh, there's more. Like don't that. worry, it's fine. You're good. There's You're more. Good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Love it. <laughs> good job. Tessa doesn't back down and is like, okay, then do it. Whip me. Kill me. I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather die than be turned over to the magister. Because he doesn't look like this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> why, why does Tessa sound like Courtney Love circa 1994? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's my hair. Like, it's my girl voice. She's like, whip me. Kill me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm over it. Okay. Are you ready for part two, Krista? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Mrs. Black is like, mm-hmm. excuse me. Ew. Did did you just talk back? What? You have to do it. The next okay, sentence. she raises her pimp hand, removes her Michael Jackson glove, revealing what we know is her warlock mark. Thick elephant length skin with talons for fingernails. Unexpected. I thought they were also robots. <laughs> yeah. So she moves to attack Tessa and Will, jumps in between the two. See, I wrote William right yep. there. <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> yeah, a couple times, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Black tells Will to like take his little Nephilim bitch ass elsewhere. Oh. See, and I could now she has that voice. It's right. like my snooty voice, I guess. But gotcha. I could do it in Mrs. Black's voice. No, please don't. <laughs> Take your little nifflin' bitch ass elsewhere. <laughs> 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 but he's, of course, not having it. And he tells her that he has heard stories about her whispers running through the down world. About how the Dark Sisters pay top dollar for dead bodies. Dude. Shit uh-huh. is getting serious, like, fast. Wow. I just have to say really quickly, I like them referring to the world as the down world. I don't think we got any of that in TMI, right? That's what we just read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always want to say TMNT and that's not. Yeah, I know. I get, the, I, I get them wrong sometimes, but we never actually referred to anything as down world. It was just down worlders. Right. So uh-huh. I think it's neat to think of it as being like this underground society. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I like it. Mrs. Dark is like, why are you all bent out of shape over some silly mundanes? We have no business or quarrel with you, Shadow Hunter, unless you mean to start the fire. You've invaded our territory and thus broken covenant law. We could report you to the clave. And Will, without skipping a beat, love me some snarky male leads, (laughs) tells her that though the clave disapprove of trespassing, Oddly, they take even a darker view of beheading and skinning people. They're peculiar that way. (laughs) Mrs. Dark spits, which I'm assuming is super duper unladylike for the time. And is like, mundanes aren't worth anything. You guys care less about them than we do. She tries to convince Tessa not to trust Will because she doesn't know what he really is. Which is not a super strong argument considering he's trying to break her out of there anyway. (laughs) And Tessa's like, I know he's not, but what are you? (laughs) And Mrs. Black is like, hmm, good point. And asks Will if Tessa's told him what she can do. Her talent. And 
I just want to know, how much time do you think these kids had to get to know each other before they broke out of her prison bedroom? Like, well, they formally introduced each other by their first and last name. Right, so <laughs> teenagers back in the day worked fast. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They got to Christian uh, names and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her ankle. So... <laughs> Will says that if he had to venture a guess, he would say that Tessa's abilities probably have something to do with this Mike Magister dude. And Mrs. Dark is like, hmm, shit is sus. <laughs> what do you know about the Magister? And um, I bet it's only what Tessa has told you. But let me assure you, motherfucker, is dangerous. He's a bad man. Duh. <laughs> He's been waiting for some. You are so hip, dude. I am. That was really good. Did did Audrey help you with that one? No. <laughs> good job. Yeah. <laughs> He's been waiting for something with someone, something with Tessa's powers for a long time. One might even suggest that he's the one who caused her to be born. Creepy. The hell does that mean? Hmm. Means he's like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Her monologuing is cut off by a giant crash and the entire east wall of the room caves in. Mrs. Dark is bloody and screaming. Obviously, this wasn't planned by them then. And Will grabs a hold of Tessa once more and pulls her close, blocking chunks of stone from hurting her. Aww. And Tessa starts twisting around, trying to soak up the cheese may. And she sees Mrs. Dark was pointing at the hole, um, the dust and the breeze slightly settling, revealing people moving towards them. They were holding the same blades as Will's. With the light being so bright from the weapons, Tessa's like, they must be angels. Okay, so this is why I feel like, I guess those are angel blades, right? I was yeah. thinking about witch lights for some reason, and I was like, this is why they should be called angel lights and not witch lights. Well, they're made from but the I guess same they were material. Yeah, it's weird. So yeah, it doesn't make anyway. any sense why they wouldn't be. I'm adamant. It's adamant. <gasps> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but man... This is why this series needs to be made into a TV show because that is such a TV show fucking entrance through the, yes. the, the dust and the debris. They come walking in with their glowing fucking knives. They're like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yep. And somehow in the 1800s, they still look sexy. Well, the soundtrack's <laughs> from today. Okay. But right. men's clothing that era, not bad. That's fair. not bad. Better. But Could they have, have zip-off pants, so it couldn't be great. Right. <laughs> zip-off pants. Right. Well, they didn't. Oh, they they only came down to the knees, anyways. They were like breeches. <laughs> they, right. they 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 right. added the extender. <laughs> That's why they zip. Right. <laughs> that was the modern solution. Duh, dudes, <laughs> make so much sense now. Oh shoot. So. Mrs. Black is like, Katy Perry mode activated. <laughs> and then sparks start flying from her fingers, exploding like fireworks. <laughs> oh, the next shoot. few events happen fairly quickly. Someone yells for Will, who flings his sword at Mrs. Black, striking home into her chest. She falls down onto one of the tables and smashes it. Tessa and Will exchange a quick glance, and then two men dressed and equipped similar to Will comes streaming in and face down Mrs. Dark, who's using the magic skills with a Z to hold them off. 
Mrs. Black's body starts to smoke and she's like writhing on the floor. And Tessa's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> bye bye. And she heads towards the door, but she's caught by a pair of strong hands. Okay. And like a bamf, she promptly just bites down. <laughs> Someone yelps and then like the hands let go of her. And Ter- Teresa, again, Tessa spins around to see like a tall man with ginger hair who called out to Will exclaiming like, she bit me. Like that, I don't know why like his voice video. sounds like that, but it does. You bit me, Charlie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Charlie bit me. Can I just say <laughs> that that little nugget about Henry having strong hands has carried me through for a long time. Because we don't okay. get a lot of Henry love. Uh-huh. And I just appreciate the fact. And who knew his voice sounded like that? <laughs> appreciate the fact that Henry can seem like can be a sex symbol too okay I'm just saying yeah yeah like Jamie he's got red hair yeah yeah I don't I don't know that I see him like that outlander Uh uh-huh oh uh, uh. I mean Jamie is far more handsome (laughs) right than Henry (gasps) yeah (gasps) I am a Henry fan don't get me wrong. He's probably one of my faves, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So I'm sidetracking. Anyway, Will answers back to the man, did she? And then we find out his name is Henry. And behind Will, Tessa was able to see his second companion, a muscular brown haired young man. <laughs> okay. Who was holding a struggling Mrs. Dark. I just want you to know I wrote tall and it's not described anywhere in the book that just came out so i had to i had to retract it but it was showing your preferences i'm really handsome glad that i reread this part two because i don't remember him being described as muscular so that helps me it sort of changes things for me a little bit go to bed at night (laughs) that there's not an ugly person among them You're like, yes, this seems realistic now. Okay. Can one shadow hunter look like a potato, please? <laughs> I guess that's fair. I was thinking scrawny. Quizzy two times kind of looked like a roly poly. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, Will scolds Tessa on the social acceptance of biting and that it's considered rude. And Tessa's like, yeah, well, so is grabbing people. And Henry shook his bleeding hand and like smiled. And then she felt kind of bad for like scolding him. And then the brown-haired man yells at Will to look out, and then something flew past their heads. It was a large brass cog, and it sunk into the wall on impact. Tessa saw Mrs. Black advancing towards them, her eyes burning, and flames sprang up around the hilt of the sword protruding from her chest. Whoa. You sure she's not a robot? (laughs) (laughs) I was writing it, I was like, maybe she is a robot? Yeah. Hmm. Either way, Will said quote damn daniel i thought she was dead (laughs) and mrs black lunged at them and knocked henry to the ground toppling over like on top of him with her claws like sinking into his shoulders so will drew another blade and raised it and brought it down on her throat severing her head which according to this netflix documentary i watched takes a lot of strength to be able to do so like i love you for team will 
That's great. And Mrs. Dark starts yelling like Anakin Skywalker in episode three. (sighs) And blue fire starts shooting from her eyes and hands. And she fell to the side, like out of the dark haired, brown haired kid's grasp. And she tears towards Will and Tessa. And she starts hissing in this unknown language and flung what looked like a bolt of lightning at Tessa. Will jumped in front of her in the nick of time and the lightning ricocheted off of his serif blade. Okay. Will instructs. I'm sorry. What? That's like, really? Right. The perfect timing. But I do want to, which I, I don't think I see that you mentioned, but um, I, Tessa like makes a note. It's weird that the, this bitch is trying to kill her and not Will. Yeah. And so mm. I think that's weird also. Like if you have this contract, isn't she supposed to be saved? Right. I guess. Well, and Tessa's not actively doing anything. Yeah. Well, my thought in it was like, Will can obviously hurt you and do more damage to you. Like, why are you like go after the guy that's going to kill you? I can't right. do anything. To yeah. You. And the one that did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's odd. And it's it also odd, odd to point it out. So I feel like it's going to come up later or something because it does lead to me asking more questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like who and what right. and, and why. why. So Will tells Henry like to get Tessa to safety and he's, you know, he does it or whatever. Immediately he's like, good idea, bro. <laughs> and then. Oh yeah, um, that's why we're here. <laughs> Just, like, after that, just then, you know, this other lightning bolt um, gets refracted off of the serif blade. And then instead of, like, that's the noise it makes when it hits the sword. You didn't know that? (laughs) That was beautiful. Yeah. It turns into a dozen shards. And then um, Henry tried to duck, but it was too late. Um, Tessa got caught in the shoulder. And knocked to the ground. And the last thing she hears before she passes out is Mrs. Dark's echoing laughter. And it sounds like. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Okay, this seems a little familiar. Like when Cleary got stung or whatever and she had the demon blood oh by the rom demon yeah or no ravener the ravener demon sorry okay okay i get those mixed i don't know what the demons are you're still wrong freaking demon huh you're still wrong it's not what it is (laughs) it's not a rav oh it's a jake oh yeah that's right some consistency here guys right sorry 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 jake Got to give you credit where credit is due. Right. Oh, wow, guys. Things are already getting so good. Dude, I. Yeah. I forgot how action packed this first like little bit Mm -hmm. is. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) They like blew up a house. Yeah. (laughs) Getting shit done. Uh. I love it. Me too. This is great. I'm excited for more. More, more, more. Yep. Okay. So, guys, make sure that you've read Chapter 3, The Institute. Wonder what that's going to be about for next week's episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlderdish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.